Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2023 for Joe Blogs About Films. Thanking you, as always, for clicking on this podcast in this particular episode. I hope that you had a wonderful New Year's. I hope 2023 is off to an absolute flying start for you. Again, thank you so much for the constant support and listening and plugs, etc. through 2022. It really is, really is appreciated. I hope you enjoyed the favourite films list that I dropped as well just before. If you've checked that out as well, you are a hero. Do continue to let me know, though, your favourite films of 2022 which is kind of bringing me nicely into this film we're going to be talking about today on the podcast because this actually dropped in 2022 kind of glad that in a way it probably wouldn't have made my favorite top 10 list kind of thing but yeah first review of 2023 actually a 2022 film getting off to a flyer aren't we but there is tons to look forward to in 2023 film wise i'm really looking forward to obviously sitting down on the pod as usual giving my reviews and thoughts on particular things of course the tv world as well basically there's a lot to come this year very exciting and if you want to hear anything in particular do let me know and of course you are more than welcome to feature as a guest if you want to have a chit chat if you want indeed before we do dive into this particular episode, it is available, obviously, the podcast on all your streaming podcast sites, pretty much everywhere now. I do believe it is there, but you know, you, you go to such as Apple, Spotify, and Google. It's all there. Do leave us a review and again hit the notification button so you can be notified when a new episode is uploaded. And while you're at it, jump onto Facebook and search Joe Blogs About Films. Also, jump onto Instagram and search Joe Blogs About Films to keep up to date with the podcast. So here we are then in the first episode. Oh, 2023, I need to catch my breath already. We are going to be discussing White Noise, directed by Noah Baumbach. Apologies if I'm mispronouncing that, but yes, White Noise, which hit Netflix, which follows the life of Professor Jack Gladney and his wife Babette, who live a busy life, in particular with their large family. Their constant worries about death are, however, thrown into sharp relief when an accident throws a cloud of chemical waste over their town, soon referred to as the Airborne Toxic Event. Now, before I actually watched this film, I, I stayed well clear of any reviews and such as I usually do. But yeah, there's no big films that come out, or certain films that, you know, the curiosity gets the better of me, and I do check out reviews before, see what people are saying. But having checked some of the comments and some of the reviews that have come in, I do stand with like both sides of it, because it does seem it's kind of a love it or a hate it kind of film. And I do get that, I do fully understand it, because there are elements of the plot that are really likeable. Like, it does feel that there, <laughs> that there are three different films going on, and this is a thing that sometimes is, is great, you know, it can work really, really well, but this one doesn't pull it off at all. There's, like, subplots that become the main driving plots, and what you think from, well... First things first is this film is obviously the, it's an adaptation of the novel, I believe, of the same name, which I haven't read, and literature fans out there will be screaming at me saying, how, why? But I haven't read it, so I'd never even heard of this before. So from the marketing, it kind of looked like a bit like National Lampoons, but with a disaster kind of twist, obviously this idea of an airborne toxic that is really ramping up, obviously, and could cause some genuine damage kind of thing. It does seem like it could have been a, a pretty fun and, and kind of like a quirky family ride kind of thing, but it's not really that at all. And, and like I said, there's there's a lot of themes in there, um, death being prominent one, and there's a lot of influence as well, which I did quite like, like from classic films, such as like Your Close Encounter, 2001 Space Odyssey, Jurassic Park even gets a bit of a nod, just mainly with like the spectacles, which is where I really got on board with this film. Like I thought that some of the actual visuals and frameworks that we see is really, really excellent. We'll obviously talk a little bit more about that, but... The overall like premise and the storyline and yeah, it just it's just a little bit hard going. Um, like with the, this whole air toxic thing, you know, it's it's not like I've said, start, it's a bit of a minor spoiler, but it's not actually the main part of the film itself. There's these like I said, these other subplots that are in there, and I found the first thirty minutes of this film like really hard to watch. 
um, very slow, and I was just wondering what the payoff actually would be. Um, and then there's like an hour in the middle, though, that really, really is a lot of fun. Like, as I stated before, you know, your nods to like, I've already mentioned about thinking it could be very much leaning towards National Lampoon's. I should have said as well that that clearly is an inspiration behind some of the, the some of the scenes and sequences that we do see in there. Like, it is very National Lampoon's when it wants to be, you know, having the family frantically evacuating from one problem or disaster to another one. It does, like, have some key highlights, which I think that kind of sums up this film, really. It is just highlights. There's humour in there. And it is subtle humour or quick humour, however you want to view it. But either way, there are a few moments that do make you chuckle with the dry humour. Like, I guess it's in, in, in some respects, you know, I have to mention obviously how good Adam Driver actually is in this film. Because even though, like, I'm not too fussed about necessarily the overarching plot or whatever, I did find his performance at times, like, really, really, really great. Um, it's just, I think that the script was just a little bit, or like I said, the story itself was just a little bit weak. But again, with Adam Driver, it's maybe not so much his line delivery which is absolutely 10 out of 10 and on the ball but it's maybe like i said just the stuff that he does mainly with body movement or i said just not speaking at all there's a moment in particular where you know his wife walks into to a room to, and it's like a darkly lit room and he turns the lamp on in the corner for obviously a kind of dramatic effect but the brightness of the lamp is too it's too bright so you have him like you know reacting to the brightness then trying to flick it around uh, flick the to the right setting on and off on and off to get it to where he wants to be the right level of dimness just stuff like that that I do find, like I said, those subtle humour, but it's it, it's the silence, I guess, that really makes those kind of moments um, even more impactful, even more funny. Or, like I said, when Adam Driver's going to be he's plotting to ring the doctor up at, like, 10pm at night or whatever it is, and he's, like, kind of going through the different circumstances he's plotting to do it, like what he's going to do and why. It's, it's just, again, like, really humorous, but not all of us say the humour works. Like, I've seen some comments on, like, IMDb or whatever where people are just like, oh, it's not... They just didn't get it or whatever. And... and I can see, like I said, with the with the with the humor side, because I've already said it's like subtle or it's like kind of abstract at times. But the the these the characters at times you find the background characters in particular where they're talking either over over one another, which that was a little bit jarring because everyone was doing that, especially in the first thirty minutes, which is something that I found really, really, like I say, kind of not headachey, but it's just a, I just can't. I, it's not like you're needing to necessarily hear what the characters are saying it is all for effect it's all to kind of especially when it comes to the family just learn a bit more about how dysfunctional in a way this family actually is you know the kids are obviously from different fathers and mothers and such and different marriages like Adam Driver and and Greta Gerwig are obviously on their fourth fourth marriage together as, as these characters kind of thing so it's kind of just working and, and showing the audience just how manic this actual this actual family is but it is a sense that when the characters are talking and you do hear them it's pretty much like gibberish what they're talking like if you listen to what they're talking it is absolutely nonsense which again especially when Adam Driver is a professor working in the school there's a lot of nonsense talking in there like that's that's the thing in between him and Don Cheadle which I don't know like I, I would say that Don Cheadle in this has some good okay lines and some good laughs but pretty forgettable which is, this is for me this is the film itself is pretty forgettable um which is it's a little bit disappointing to for me because I was I, I thought from the trailer it looked really good and what you think this film essentially about with the family trying to keep together in disaster really is all in all just about an everyday family, an everyday person within a family, I should say, dealing with life itself or rather the mundane aspects of life, also about love. And then more importantly for this film, its theme itself is death. There is a lot of death talking, especially with how we handle that. Each person handles that knowing or rather has the knowledge that we're all marching towards the same fate. And it is like quite thought-provoking at times. It has some great thought-provoking aspects, but I just don't find the executions all there because, as I say, the film is so cluttered at times, and like, well, I say cluttered, it's so 
kind of pulled from here to there with different elements and different kind of storylines and just just all in all just didn't work for me there's a sprinkle of Wes Anderson in there without a shadow of a doubt especially for like inspiration of maybe some aesthetics of the of the actual film or at least nods to other classic maybe 90s 80s whatever films like there's there's sequences and kind of scene transitions where you're like well that's like classic cinema that's how things used to go down like I'm half expecting some kind of like cheesy 90s TV VHS advert for this kind of thing you know what I mean like they did have that kind of inspiration that I thought was really that was great. It's just all in all, I do feel like it was a little bit flat. And like I say, even though there's some absolutely wonderful sequences and frames, and you know me, obviously, listeners, is that I always do look for a good shot, a good sequence, or something that stands out with anything and everything. There are some good ones in there, in particular, say when they first see this like kind of black smog of smoke or whatever in the night sky when it's like all purple and it's thunder and lightning and raining. Just looked really like it looked like something from a sci fi film. It looked wonderful. It's stuff like that that. I am all here for, and obviously performances from Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig, they really do stand out as this like married this married couple. But obviously, you know, I don't know, like they're, they're a bit quirky, bit bit kooky together. But it's it's a good foundation for the film. It's just that I felt that the quirks could have led to something better than what we got because I said there's this, these there's these underlying plots, and especially with with Greta Gerwig's character. Uh, a shout out to Greta Gerwig as well because I do believe this is the first acting role in six years, which is mad. But it's lovely to see obviously back on the big screen again. But like, there's a subplot with her character and how, again, back to that whole like life and afraid of death aspect has driven her to, to kind of almost change who she is, but but scientifically change who she is, or at least you know by having herself. I won't. I don't want to go too much into talk, into spoilers, anyways. But it, it involves some kind of like tablets being taken and stuff like that. Again, all to do with how she's coping with those mundane aspects of life. And I think that's the thing with this film is that it can be so abstract at times that you may be just kind of thinking, I don't. I don't know if I'm fully like with this. And that's how I felt anyways. If people loved it, that's absolutely wonderful. I'm so glad you had a good time with it. But I all, all in all just felt a little bit let down with it on the back of what we saw in the trailer because I really wanted like a a fun, dry... I, I, obviously, it doesn't have to be like ridiculously lame jokes or whatever or ridiculously just kind of, I don't know, poor, weak ones. Like, I'm happy with the dry human, the subtle humour that's in there. But I, I, I was really hoping for something more than this and that's really where I leave that so as a first film of 2023 for me to view a little bit underwhelmed however it's one of those where I'm glad I did persevere with it because after 30 minutes I don't know like I could have I, I I can see why people have said I turned it off after the first 30 minutes because I did find that a real real slog a real struggle um and there was certain elements especially with like Adam Driver's character that I just I couldn't really I don't know I just I just didn't quite understand I could say with, with what he's kind of what he does and what he kind of preaches not preachers, but what he practices, I should say, at the um, what he teaches, sorry, within the university or with the actual college itself, which is again nice little like stuff like that with the college. I think it's called College on the Hill. Um, I, I, I quite like that touch of it. The other thing that I want to mention as well, before I do actually forget about this, is that the score itself uh, is done by Danny Elfman, which that is one of the things that is very good in this film. Uh, I was saying that from the get-go. As soon as I heard the score, I was like, I have to check who has done this score because it sounds so much like Elfman, only to see that it was in fact. Danny Elfman. So again, another wonderful score from from Mr. Elfman there. But it's just a shame that the rest of the film just didn't, yeah, it just didn't work for me. So there's highlights. That's as best as I can give with this. There's some real good highlights in this. And uh, yeah, you've probably seen quite a lot of the good bits from the trailers. That's that maybe tells you all you need to know about this. Out of ten, I'll give this a five, five and a half. I think that's more than reasonable on on white noise. But it is a shame because. I do love watching Adam Driver and I think he's a great actor and it's just nice to say it was it was great to see them do this kind of disaster but not disaster film in a way. I, I don't know, like it's it's 
it's one of those that maybe as as people may, over the years it might become a bit more of a cult classic potentially but we'll see i might just be waffling there anyways but even so i'm always waffling down the microphone about films and such so yeah anyways i appreciate you listening guys i'm very much looking forward to the next film i do check out hopefully we'll be at the cinema obviously the next one gonna be eyeing up what's due out in january in particular for adam driver there's obviously the film 65 which comes out this year that i'm very much looking forward to if you've not checked the trailer out for that do so futuristic chap who is obviously Adam Driver taking on dinosaurs I'm, it's going to be great should be real fun that shouldn't it very much looking forward to that but I am very much again looking forward to 2023 so anyways as I said at the start jump onto the socials Instagram and Facebook search Joe Blogs About Films give us a like and a follow on there hit notification all that jazz leave us a review you know the drill but as always thank you so much for listening I'm looking forward to chatting away this year and look forward to the next episode but until then take care